you know, I was thinking and I had an idea. Um, that's not to say this idea was a good idea, but it was certainly an idea. And um, I probably will never fully execute it. But, you know, it's fun to fun to try. Fun to give a little, uh, a little jab at, a little kick. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Basically, I, I was recording a, a song... And I had the stupid feedback thing where, like, your voice, your mo the monitoring where it, like, comes back into your headphones and you can hear yourself talking. So whenever I have this on, I tend to talk to myself even more because I can really hear myself. And um, I was thinking, I'm like, what if I, like, did this and turned into, like, a podcast? Like, nobody would listen because it's just me going on about random shit. But... You know, maybe someone needs, like, background noise or something. And you know what? Even if nobody wants to listen, even if everyone finds it cringy, I don't really care. Because um, I think it's fun to do. I don't know why. I, I like talking. Because uh, I have a lot of... I have a lot of thoughts. And I feel like half of those thoughts go, like, undeveloped if I don't speak them aloud. So then I then I just I'm super smart, but just like I can't ever I can't fully develop a thought without like speaking it, if that makes any sense. I don't know I don't know if anyone else has that. But I certainly do. And um Yeah. I think I have a lot of good ideas, a lot of good thoughts. I got some thoughts. <laughs> I, I don't I just realize so if you're unaware, thought is, I think it's pretty obscure slang for, it's another word for like whore or hoe, you know. Um, I remember when I first learned about this, this word, I think, was I still in elementary school at this point? Probably. But my mom, my mom still, still does do this, but at the time she was specifically working at this place. Uh, I'm not going to disclose that name, just in case, you never know. Um, but she was working at this place with um, underprivileged, and mostly, most of them were homeless kids. And one of the kids said the word thought, and one of the parents, who are also homeless, because obviously if their kid's homeless, they probably are too, um, one of the parents is like, yo, don't say that. And my mom's like, what do you mean? They just said thought, like, like, like a, like a thought, like a thinking, you know, that's what, cause that's, you know, like most people, that's what they think when they hear the word thought. And the lady had to explain to my mom what this word meant. And my mom comes home and she's like, guess what I learned today? And boy, did she learn I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know how that how did that even come yeah, okay. No. But it was Yeah, I don't know. I just find it funny. I don't know why I mentioned it. It just came to mind and I was like, you know what? This is a funny story. I'm trying to think, what? You see, my memory is really awful. I'm 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 over here trying to think of other funny funny stories maybe in relation to volunteering with, uh, you know, inner city and predominantly, you know, a different culture, 
um, within, you know, the different volunteer things that I, my, my mom would, you know, mostly do, but I'd also tag along sometimes as a kid. I'm trying to think of funny stories, but for some reason I can't, kind of blanking. Um, I do know I, not entirely in relation to this, but we fostered two children, um, not from the inner city, uh, specifically, but we still fostered them. Fostered them, fostered two children. I was around eight years old. They were both three and five. It was a girl and a boy, girl being the youngest, boy being the, the older one. Um, and my God, little boy was great. I'm, I mean, the little boy was awesome. He was such a sweetheart, such a good kid. Man, I really, I really wish one day I can maybe meet him again, catch up, you know, um, see how he's doing. But the girl, this three-year-old, first off, motherfucker acts, acted like she was my age at the time, which I was eight at the time. So she acted like she was like five years older than she actually was. Like, and like a very exp exposed is a weird word to describe that. But like, very almost like not naive at all. Like at all. Like she knew shit that she should not know. And she was fucking three. And, at, and if an eight-year-old knew as much as she knew, I'd be concerned. If she was fucking three. And she acted like an eight-year-old, at the very least. But that motherfucker, she'd bully me. A three-year-old. She'd bully me. She'd take my shit out of my room. She'd destroy it for fun. And she'd just laugh. And it wasn't like a typical sibling thing. Like, there were nights... Where, uh, my mom told me, obviously, after... They were gone years after they were gone. Um, but, like, apparently there were nights where, like, my mom would, and parents would, you know, joke about, like, oh, you know, she's going to come and kill us during the night at some point. But then, like, part of them kind of, like, thought that, <laughs> that was a possibility. Um, so, yeah, needless to say, this little girl was fucking terrifying. And I don't know how she came from the same fucking household as her brother. Because then her brother, on the other hand, five years old. Pretty normal kid. He was a normal kid. He was really shy, though, which is funny because she was very, like, loud and bossy, but he was, like, the very opposite. He was shy and very just, like, reserved, really quiet, didn't say much. Uh, he re But he really liked cars, specifically Ferraris, and he had so many toy cars, too, he'd play with. Oh, he was, he was, he was such a sweet kid. Like really, he was he was he was such a sweet kid. Um, but this little girl was, God. There's this one time we were we were at my my grandparents' house and their neighbor had a trampoline, so we would go over there and play on the trampoline, um, and you know just chill, I guess. Uh, but one one day we were over there for dinner and we. We went on the trampoline. It was me, the little girl, the boy, and I think like my my cousin was out there too. Maybe I'm not sure. We're all bouncing on the trampoline, and I accidentally, you know, when you're on a trampoline, if you like bounce too hard next to somebody who's lighter than you, they'll go like flying up into the air. 
Well, we were trying to avoid that the whole time, but I ac completely accidentally did it to the little girl. And she fell, and I was like, oh my god, are you alright? Like, I, I'm so sorry. And she was like, yeah, I'm all good. And she started to get up, and I started to help her get up. And then, right then, somebody opened the door on the porch, and somebody came outside to check on us. And she heard them, and then she instantly fell back onto the trampoline and started fake crying and claiming that I intentionally, like, did it to her. It, you know, now looking back, there's no way my cousin would have been there because my cousin would have stuck up for me. And knowing the, the little boy, he was so, he's so quiet and so reserved, like, he probably just didn't say anything because he just didn't know what to do and also he was five so i wouldn't expect you know put that burden on him but the adults entirely believe this little girl and i was trying to tell him i'm like i was literally helping her up like she just said she was fine she just said she was fine like literally just said that and then the second they walk out she just yeah so then i got like i was made to go up in like this empty bedroom that my extra bedroom that my grandparents had and just had to sit in there i was just crying because i was just eight-year-old me was like what the fuck like I, bitch why like what do you gain from this what do you gain just you just find it funny do you find it funny do you just hate me like i, I never i would never do shit to her i'd never do shit to her but I will say, I don't entirely blame her. Like, obviously, if you have those behaviors when you're a three-year-old, like, there is a lot more behind that. Like, she she was in foster care for a reason. I mean, really, she was in foster care for a reason. And many reasons, in fact. So, a lot of that, uh, she just was not in a, you know, good environment, and she was exposed to a lot. So, I think that that led her to, you know... She also had other issues just with attachment, like, you know, like, you know, when kids get hurt, they tend to go to, like, you know, an authority figure or something and be like, hey, I'm hurt, I got hurt, you know, um, can you help, or whatever, or if they're, like, feeling sad, they'll, like, be vulnerable, because they're children, like, you know, like, that's, that's normal, like, she didn't, she didn't do that, like, I forgot, what specific, okay, my DSM is, like, right, is that my DSM, wait, it might be on my bookshelf, I'll pull it up, though. I, I totally forgot the specific name, but it is a... She totally has it. She meets the diagnostic criteria in the DSM. But she she had she had that thing where she just would not go to get help. Like, she... She she could straight up... I bet... I, I could totally see her just straight up, like, what, like, breaking her finger in half and just not, not going to anybody. Like, she was just so, like... I don't know. Like, I, she just had a really fucked up childhood. And I mean, it, even when she was only three, this was happening. So I can't even imagine how she is now. Because after they left, um, for some reason, they went to their aunt and uncle, which we were fostering to adopt, by the way. Uh, but we wanted to adopt a little boy, but we just, they didn't want to separate them, which makes sense. You know, uh, I'm, I'm glad they didn't because... I'd just kind of be weird if they did. Uh, it's always best to keep, you know, siblings together. And they'd already been separated from, like, two other siblings. So, you know, keep them together while they can be together. Um, but 
sorry, I'm looking at the DSM right now, trying to find what the fuck I'm talking about. I promise it's a thing. Basically, they, but they go to their aunt and uncles after they go to us, and they were allowed to keep in contact and everything. Like, it wasn't like, you know, like, they, they weren't allowed to contact us or any, anymore or anything like that. But for some reason, their aunt and uncle just decided to cut us off completely. D don't know why. I don't know reason. I, I literally, I have no clue. I have no clue. Because we were nothing but nice to them. They loved us. I mean, even the last we heard from them was they literally, we, my mom got a voicemail from this random number. And the voicemail, it was the boy on the phone. And he was just like, hi, Tanya. Um, and then I think that was... He just said, hi, Tanya. And then you can hear the little girl, that bitch, in the background. She was just like, insert name. We're not supposed to do that. And then he's like, oh, bye, Tanya, and then hung up. So, like, it, and it's uh, kind of interesting, too, because he obviously he remembered our phone number. Because I don't, it wasn't, I think it was a landline. Uh, and obviously they wouldn't have our phone number saved if they're not intending to contact us. But, um... Yeah. So that was the last we heard for them from them. Uh I have absolutely no clue what they're doing now. Um I hope I hope they're okay, you know. Um I really do. Cuz yeah, I mean like obviously I care about them cuz I lived with them for like a year and <laughs> You know, I, I don't have any siblings, so they were really the closest thing I've ever had to siblings, other than my younger cousin, which I'll move on to him next. Yeah, I got plenty of stories with that dude. Um, but yeah, why why can't I find this fucking disorder? It's, it's not under neurodevelopmental. It's not... Would it be trauma and stressor related? 265... Maybe? Oh, wait. No, that's not it. Never mind. Um. Yeah, let's try trauma related. Yeah, there it is! Uh, reactive attachment disorder is what I'm referring to. God, that took me way too long. Um. But yeah, she, she just didn't, did not see comfort when distressed. And just was not. Definitely had. Minimal uh, emotional responsiveness to others, or and minimal social. She wasn't very social either, um, and she'd get very irritable at times. Obviously, she was just fucked. Oh, and then it's yeah, and it can only be gained by like patterns of insufficient care, by like deprivation of like emotional stuff, and or like changes in caregivers, which obviously happened, and then like. Yeah. And she definitely wasn't autistic either. She was she was she was not autistic. She was very smart. She was very well, I got being autistic has nothing to do with being smart, but like I mean socially she was very smart. Like she knew she knew all too well, kinda. Like socially she was ahead of the game, man. So she definitely wasn't autistic. Um but yeah, reactive attachment disorder. That's what that motherfucker had. 
uh, and probably some other shit too. I wonder how she. I just really, I really wonder how she is nowadays. I wonder if uh, she if that developed into a personality disorder or anything, because um, you know that that obviously. I could I could definitely see that happening with a I mean all three clusters I could see her obtaining. God damn, yeah. I I hope she's okay. I I do hope she's okay. Um and obviously I really hope the boy is okay too cuz he was awesome. He was such a cool kid. But yeah, my cousin um I I have a cousin and he basically he's he's almost like a brother to me, except I don't really see him often anymore. I mean, I still see him, but not like, not like multiple times a week like I used to. Um, he actually, when he was born, they were, his mom and him, obviously him, <laughs> were living in our, in our house. So, I mean, yeah. And then, you know, he, she was a single mother for the longest time and up until, uh, how many years ago was that? Maybe, like, I'd say six or seven years ago she she got married to this really great guy. Uh, his name is Keith. He's pretty awesome. Um, but up until then, she was a single mother. So, and she also, you know, financially was not... <clears throat> God damn, the air is so dry in this room. Um, yeah, no, financially she was not, uh, the best off. So... She would, I mean, she'd, she'd work a lot, and we, we'd take care of, uh, we'd take care of her son, my cousin. Um, he is an interesting kid. Um, I love him to death. Well, I, I used to not, but, like, obviously, I, I, I love him. I still do. I, I still, I think he's a cool kid. I, I still, I, nowadays, I've grown, I've, I, you know, I've, I've, uh, grown to like him. But when I, was, <laughs> when I was a kid, oh god, I hated him. I hated him so much. I, I think I've always been really mature and more adult-like. Uh, and I, I mean, and I'm an only child, so I, I hung out around adults mostly as a kid. So I, I matured pretty fast. And now this kid was the very opposite. He still is. I think he's still definitely stunted somewhat with that. But he was babied so much as a kid. Like, so fucking much. And he also didn't have, like, a father figure either. Or really someone who was, like, that person to be tough or whatever. Because, well, I guess lack of father figure wouldn't do anything. Because lesbians do fine with children, obviously. Because gay people are cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he was just babied. He was so fucking babied. And he was just, he's so smart. On, like, a intellectual level. But when it comes to, like, common sense. Like, bare basic common sense. It... Uh, I, he's gotten a lot better. But he used to be just no fucking common sense. And this is coming from somebody who, like, severely lacks social skills. And, you know, what people would call... um Wait, is that soft or hard skills? I forgot the difference. Fuck, wait! Oh my god! Ugh. Um, I think it's so soft skills? Maybe. Basically, skills that are not learned, 
I lack a lot of those. So, like, socializing. Um, remembering to eat. You know, shit like that. Like, I really struggle with all of that. And this is coming from me telling you that this kid is that impaired <laughs> with common sense. Where I am already, obviously, sort of impaired in some ways. Um, so, yeah. So this kid just did... Sometimes you just want to shake him, you know? Just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh my god. Ah! You don't even understand. You don't understand. This kid, like... He's also just annoying. Like, he... This kid, he talks so loud. He still does. But he used to be have absolutely no control over his volume. And again, this is coming from somebody who talks really fucking loud. I'm not going to deny it. I know I talk really loud. I have a really hard time controlling the volume of my voice. And typically, not even typically, almost always, it goes to the louder end. Um, but no, this kid, like, would just, like, basically, like, scream when he talked. And I'm not even exaggerating when I say that. Like, it, yeah. He, loudest person on this fucking planet. Probably the loudest person I've ever met. And this is coming, again, coming from somebody who's super loud, and also my dad is even louder than I am. And this, this kid is still the loudest person I've met. He also had this thing, he he used to have a big problem with sucking his thumb. That went on way longer than it should have. He's grown out a bit by now. He's uh, turning 12 soon. Now, oh my god, he's turning 12? Holy shit! That's cr Okay, now I feel like an adult being like, Oh my god, you got so old! But like, it, man, that's, that's weird. That's weird to think about. Like, oh my god, he should not be that old. Um, feels like he's still like 9, you know? But... This kid, he, 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 like, sucked his thumb up until he was, like, eight years old. Maybe even a little bit older. So, like, you know, past the age where, you know, it's socially acceptable to suck your thumb. But the big part was is that when he was... During the acceptable age of sucking your thumb, <laughs> during that time period, um, he always had to have, like, a hair wrapped around his thumb. Because I guess it was, like, texture-wise... The hair adds some more texture, maybe. I don't know. I, d I don't... I don't know. Um, but... But he... It was... Bad. He literally had, like... I guess it could probably classify as trichotillomania, which is the disorder where you're, like... You, you pull out your own hair. But, like, he was... There's a while where he was just, like, almost completely bald. As, like, a toddler. Because he would just pull out his own hair. Just to suck on it. And there there was times where my aunt would have, like, balding spots because he would pull on her hair because he would run out of his hair and he would pull on her hair to suck on it. So... I hope that gives you, like, the general energy of this kid. Like... Oh, so annoying. Again, he's so much better now. But, like, he used to be... So annoying. Like, I'd be like, literally start crying if I like found out he was coming over. 
which I feel bad now looking back because I was such a dick to him. I was such a dick to him for for no well, it wasn't for no reason, but you know, still I shouldn't have been a dick to him, but I was. Um, and I've apologized many times, even even like you know like a year ago. I I feel like was the last time I like really sat down and apologized, which was probably like not the first time I apologized, but like. The last time I did. So, like, it's something I, I really do regret being such a dick to him growing up. But, like, um... Yeah, he also had, like, an obsession with movies. But, like, specifically, he had this one phase when he was, like, maybe two up until... It was, like, two years, so probably from age two to four. Where he was obsessed with Home Alone. Not just Home Alone, the first Home Alone movie. But Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2, Home Alone 3, and guess what? There's a Home Alone 4, but it wasn't with Kevin McCulkey, or however you... Kevin Cockman. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> there was this one time... <laughs> I actually had a friend over when he was over at our house, and we were watching him, and this was during his Home Alone obsession. And we're all sitting at the table eating dinner, and he gets up and goes to the bathroom. And <laughs> he comes out of the bathroom soaked. And we're just like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, I peed all over myself. And we go into the bathroom, and there is pee running down the walls. And obviously all over this kid. And we're like, how did, what? And he was like, I got distracted. I was thinking about Home Alone. <laughs> I think he was listing off the movies. Maybe. I don't know. But he was definitely... He was think he claimed that he was thinking about Home Alone. And he just wasn't paying attention when he was pissing. And then he was pissing everywhere. Which you'd think like, after like he pissed a little bit you know, on himself. He'd, he'd realize, oh, fuck, I'm pissing on myself. But apparently not. He was just that immersed in Home Alone world that he uh, just uh, pissed everywhere. Uh, but I still think about that to this day, because he just walks out just drenched in his own piss. It, 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 just because he was thinking about Home Alone. Um, I don't even know how many... Co he, he must have had at least, like, three copies of each version of the movie. Because, like, oh my god, that kid was obsessed. He was obsessed. He, he's, and the funny thing is, he still is obsessed with movies. But instead of it just being, like, one or two movies, he'll, like, go through, like, hyperfixations. Which, by the way, he's not diagnosed with ADHD. And I'm not a psychologist yet, so I'm not going to diagnose him. But I will say that I would be, sh I would be shocked if he were to get evaluated for ADHD and not get diagnosed, because uh, he's shown signs and symptoms all throughout his life. Um, and maybe that was why he's such, he was such, like, a baby as a kid. It was, it was actually just rejection-sensitive dysphoria. Oh, well, that could have been it. Okay, but now he's still, he still loves movies. Um, but he'll, he'll go through, like, little phases of not as intensely as he was with Home Alone, but... Um, really fixating on a movie or two, but f for the most part, he'd, he'd like, he just 
general movies in general. He's just really he really really enjoys them. Um, it always has. It's just always been his thing. He's always loved movies like obsessively. Like he could name off so many actors, so many authors, not not authors, actors, directors. You know, like produce. No, probably not producers, but directors and actors for sure. Like far more than I could ever you know name off. Um, he knows like every movie ever made. It feels like well, not really every like mainstream movie ever made but it's funny because the thing the movies that he really has a knack for are like the old movies like not not like old as in like early cinema but you know like shit like from the 80s and 90s early 2000s like that era that's where he that's what he fucks with a lot which you know is interesting because i'm like again he's almost 12 what what is that made him like born in 2010 no, 2000, late, very late 2011, December 2011 was when he was born. So, like, that's, like, movies way past his time. So, I find it, I find it interesting that he grew up with those movies instead of, like, more modern stuff. And he, uh, that's what he got attached to. I recently decided to show him Eraserhead by David Lynch. Um, if you're not familiar with the film... It's, like, avant-garde, uh, like, black and white, but it was made in 1970. Uh, it's, like, a horror film. I guess it's kind of horror, but just, again, it's it, it's just really abnormal. Um, a lot of very... It, it really, I, I guess horror would be the best way to describe it, but it's not horror in the way you would view, like, a horror film. It's more so, like... It's so, like, bizarre and horrendous at times that it makes it horror. I don't know. Just look it up. Eraserhead by David Lynch. Um, it, But I decided to, to show that to him. And at first he was nervous because he wasn't sure if he was going to get too scared, you know. Because I told him, like, oh, this movie's really unconventionally scary. So you might find it exceptionally you know, more scarier than, you know, like, your typical slasher film or something. Um, but he ended up fine. He didn't... He wasn't scared. Uh, he, I mean, freaked out more so at times, but, like, not not to, anything too bad. And uh, he ended up... We, we ended up discussing it for a while afterwards, and he... Uh, he really enjoyed it. And then afterwards, like, the day after, because uh, he slept over that night, just all he was talking about was Eraserhead. And he's like, I think they're going to film on Eraserhead 2. And I'm like, Aiden, no, they're not. I'm like, <laughs> trust me, there is not going to be an Eraserhead 2. That's not how it works. That's not, that's not how it works. Um, but yeah, he's a funny kid. He really is. He, he has so many more stories with him. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to end this here. I, it's been kind of long by now. Uh, if anyone actually listened to this, especially if you listened all the way through, holy shit. Um, if you listened to this and enjoyed it, uh, I might make more. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> if you didn't listen but had it on the background and for some reason you can hear me right now, uh, thanks for streaming it, I guess. Uh, yeah.
you know, probably best you don't listen to all the shit I just said, because it probably was boring to most people anyways. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's all. Bye.